All right, welcome back to another episode of DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze uh, the films in the DC Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Norman Mitchell. You can find me on DuelingGenre.com and Lord of the Rings Minute. And I'm Cassandra Fredrickson, and you can also find me at those places. Alrighty, and today we are on minute number 79 of Man of Steel, and the minute's going to start out with Zod telling Cal that uh, him and his cohorts were sentenced to the Phantom Zone, and it's going to end off with uh, Zod only finding death. <laughs> only fi- finding death. Only finding death is the title of my new autobiography. Oh, oh man, that's wow. dark. Wow. That's, that's great. Dark. That's, that's a good cool. one. Oh, I want man. that to be my autobiography title. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's metal. <laughs> it's not finding only Nathan. death. <laughs> it's better. It's better than your last autobiography title. Yes, much better. Um. <laughs> so yeah, no. This is that is, bangs uh, or bald? Is, is that? What you're... <laughs> no, it's uh. No, it was uh. <laughs> what was Nathan, uh, Nathan Parnes? I slept through nine eleven. <laughs> oh my yep. god and we'll leave true it. story true story and we'll leave it at that oh that <laughs> sounds like the great a great title for like a comedy special oh man um, we'll probably hold on to it like we need to write that down that somewhere. episode comes out tuesday and explains that one so yeah so um so anyways <laughs> uh back t- so this episode is really about the history of the sword of Rao, which is uh general zod's little band of Cohorts, you said? Misfits? Cohorts, misfits. Rascals? Bad people? I like rascals. So, yeah. The Sword of Rascals. They're all a bunch of rascals. That's what it is. <laughs> so the Sword of Rascals got sent to the Phantom Zone. <laughs> sword of Rascals? <laughs> yeah. That's good. Um, Krypton's just Rascal. Yeah. Rascal. Ooh. Ras- right. Yeah, that's it. That's the Kryptonian name. Rascal. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Um, yeah, they got sent to the Phantom Zone. Um, but then he was saying that Krypton's destruction, like, like freed them, basically. Yeah. But they appear right before Krypton in its destruction. Like, they didn't go anywhere? The sh- no, well, no. Like, the, the Phantom Zone just puts them into a different dimension. So, like, they're still occupying the same space. They're just on a different plane of existence. Um, so, like, when the planet blew up, it blew up the actual Phantom Zone gate. Mm-hmm. So like they just kind of, you would think they would have just stayed on that Phantom Zone, uh, existent uh, plane. And then we will. wouldn't have a movie. <laughs> then we wouldn't. Yeah. Then there'd be none of this. But you would think that would happen. Like, oh well, that that gate is permanently closed. Like, like what happened? But no, it's just like, oh, whatever was holding you in that different dimension is now gone. So you just appear where you left off. I mean, that's so weird. That reinforces the idea that it's like a hostile, unnatural place that whatever you put in the Phantom Zone has to be held there. And then it'll just reject anything from our reality that's not actively being held in. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's... I think that is what early Phantom Zone... uh, The idea of it was, like, that it's it's a giant... It's a prison dimension. Right. So there is is a Phantom Zone projector that does keep you there. Is there anything similar in the Lord of the Rings universe? 
where it's like you trap someone in something. Well, Melkor got then... trapped in the void. That's scary. What is that? <laughs> Space? I don't know. It's oh, just, wow. He's just not. He just does, He's not here anymore. He got kicked off the planet. So he got kicked out of reality. Oh. Cool. That's so weird. It's, they don't yeah, show the Phantom Zone ever. That's comparable. In this film. You ju- no, don't. you don't. Yeah, no. We just see that little like highlighted window while they're watching the meteors kind of dis- the the wreckage of Krypton kind of disperse. I thought that was from mm-hmm. their ship, like the view. Well, yeah, that's that's from that that is that's like from the helm of the the Black Zero. Okay. So they're looking at all like the the rocks of what Krypton used to be. Yeah, yeah. I just imagine the Phantom Crazy. Zone would be just be like blackness. That's the way I always picture. There the is rep- Zone. yeah. There's there's comics where it does show the Phantom Zone. Sometimes it's like I remember more recently it showed a version of it where in the Phantom Zone it was like a big like desert, like just like nothingness, mm. like uh like 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 Beetlejuice esque kind of. Um, Is it the yeah? Phantom there's Zone that. There, there's in, other uh, versions. In Lego Batman. Did they call it the Phantom Zone? I'm pretty sure it's called the Phantom Zone. But it's like all gray clouds or whatever. It was all light, fluffy clouds. Yeah. And there's like the traffic light. <laughs> Did you guys see Lego Batman? No, I didn't. Oh, oh no, we didn't. Oh, it was so good. good. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis is the Joker. It's very funny. Perfect. Especially, I think you guys covering DC exhaustively. I think you guys would really enjoy it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure. I mean, I I I enjoyed the Lego Movie, mm-hmm. and I like. It is a very Batman, different movie so. than the Lego Movie. The, it's got similar humor, but it's not the same kind of humor, really. Yeah. And it's it's very the referential one, yeah. to Batman material. Yeah, it's very it's a very funny Batman movie. <laughs> the one thing I do remember seeing from the trailers is that uh, Dick Grayson Robin went through like costume changes, yes. and it showcased yeah. a bunch of the different Robin <laughs> suits. I always loved That's that. I love the idea. <laughs> yeah, like. Showing the different that the that the other Robins exist, that there isn't only Dickie Grayson and his short uh, sequenced pants, mm-hmm. like hmm. like the different versions. I always like that, so that's that's good. Interesting. Um. So yeah, going back to the destruction of Krypton here. So them with Krypton's destruction, it frees them. Yes. How? So. That's my question. Is how? Why did the ship stop their stasis? They got like that that frozen pod that they all got sent in they all still have handcuffs on and stuff like what about that the the planet blowing and them getting freed from the phantom zone they're told the black zero to be like okay wait these guys are free now did it like shake up the ship and because it it, remember it there's a there's a timer that they get sent to 300 cycles of somatic reconditioning yes so there's a timer and but then you broke that when Krypton exploded, oh. so it's like so you broke the control ship, so the droids stop working. That makes yeah. sense. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly like that. Perfect. They all broke. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they sub broken. Sub broken. So I didn't think about that. I thought it was like the destruction, and like the I, I guess shockwave or whatever some like damaged the ship somehow so like it like you know went offline and like classic jailbreak you know thin lizzie started started playing and uh, <laughs> i don't know you lost me <laughs> that's a song 
Um, but like I thought it was gonna be like the classic jailbreak. Oh, the power shut down. All the cells just open up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I okay. thought that was what it was. But now that you're saying that, like, what was controlling them, you know, to have like that cycle is now destroyed. So yeah, the whole idea is just kaput. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone broke so... the egg timer. Uh-huh. Yeah, but then it's quickly someone. I mean. Maybe the egg timer was lost because it does show back up in Dawn of Justice. We've all lost our egg timer. Mother of God, look at the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. T- timers, a, recor- a recurring theme. <laughs> egg not. timers. Egg timers. An egg timer in every shot. Um, <laughs> so they all break out of their prison cells. Yes. They break out of their somatic reconditioning. Their matrix uh, pods. Tombs. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. sarcophaguses. Um, sarcophagi sarcophagi there you go is that I think that's actually I think yeah. that's, is no, that what right. it is alright good job good great awesome <laughs> school they get to see the planet Krypton uh, destroyed it's broken it's gone it's not there it's in pieces mm-hmm. uh, spoiler alert Krypton died um, <laughs> and so uh, it's a very sad moment for the sort of row these people who've been fighting their whole life to keep krypton alive and pretty much stop exactly what just happened like exactly they, they so got sent to jail for trying to do that, just that hurt them more than being uh sent, sentenced to prison entirely like that that to them was the biggest failure that they have done was letting krypton die and they see that they see krypton is destroyed it's like they feel so broken uh in spirit because of that mm-hmm. you know feor is crying which I don't know if that's how she really feels, or you know maybe that's just in her programming to like oh Krypton's Krypton died I feel dead inside <laughs> it's just, like it's just part of their programming it's the genetic code it's like you need to feel planetary pride oh gosh well I mean yeah yeah that's why they're that sounds about right trying to stop yeah. it yeah yeah mm-hmm yeah no I, it could be you know and she's like damn Krypton is gone like that's all we've been fighting for our whole life. Um, but you know, General Zod, knowing about the Codex and whatnot, he knows that Krypton can live again. So he kind of reassures her, um, you know, like places a, ha- a calming hand on her shoulder. Um, you get to see a cool little—he's got like a little, little watch or something. He's got like a little calm link on his wrist. No, those are that's the, those were the handcuffs. Yeah, those, those are cuffs? the handcuffs. Oh. And they broke those cuffs. He broke his cuffs. He was yeah. strong enough. You can't break those cuffs. Yeah. Um, we also see that scar on his face is pretty fresh. It's not as healed as it was because, you know, I guess it, it hasn't healed since uh, he got hit. Mm-hmm. And it would have been better, to, like, again, going back to having the prologue, not <laughs> not in the prologue. But this is another flashback and he still has a scar. So then you're thinking, oh, it went this far back. Where did that scar come from originally? Right. Mm-hmm. And yes, it looks more fresh. So it must have happened immediately before them breaking out of the Phantom Zone. So then you could have gone one more flashback and shown how you got it. It's like a memento kind of thing, but with scars. <laughs> Scarmento? Scarmento. 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 Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's where the name came from. Yeah, got it. And that's okay. how we got the term. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, yeah, Scarmento. It's a, it's a spinoff film about Scar from The Lion King. Uh <laughs> I would watch that. So, <laughs> this, yeah. I would too. This is an idea goldmine. That's you know the, sometimes I mean um, Maleficent got a film. That, Why can't Scar? That's true. Well, they're gonna do a live action Lion King. 
live action. Live action, quote, quote unquote. unquote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, so, you know, they they decided, you know, well, we can turn this around. You know, Krypton's destruction became our salvation. Very optimistic. Said. Yeah, very optimistic. Very, like, General Zod does not give up. He will never give up, mm-hmm. as he does in this film. He's never going to fall to his knees and cry like Feora does. He's going to try and figure out what the next strategy is. So that's what he does. And, you know, they retrofit their phantom projector into a hyperdrive. Which, what does that even mean? Yeah. Techno what does that mean? <laughs> techno babble. We'll just it gonna, is techno. We're going to erase this with some scientific terms Science and magic. pretend it works. Because I thought that everything was referred to phantom technology anyways. I thought they traveled through a phantom drive, not through a hyperdrive. No, only Cal's ship was the one. That's why the, the baby ship was a prototype. Because Jor-El, Jor-El created the Phantom Zone and then realized that, oh, I can use the same technology to displace a single object in time, I guess is that yeah, phrase. Like, well, so, like, that's never happened before. Well, he didn't create the Phantom Zone. He created the Phantom thing that broke. He created the Phantom Drive. In yeah. comics, he creates the he created Phantom the Zone, Phantom which projector. is that what boils it, it, it It boils down to him creating the Phantom Zone. They were able to open up a gateway. What is this gateway? It's to another dimension. I guess we need to call it something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's how you create the Phantom Zone. But they turn into a hyperdrive. And it's like one of those, like, let's fit a square pig into a round hole. Square pig? Pig. That's a pig. What did I say? Square, square pig. pig. <laughs> S- square, square peg? There you Use go. Pig. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. It's pig. It's square pig. It's not square pig. I always thought it was square pig into a round hole. That made sense to me. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're pig. looking at me like I'm crazy. Spell it. How are you spelling? <laughs> I'm saying it? pig like the animal. I always thought this is going back from Apollo 13. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've always thought it was square pig into a round hole. That makes sense. A square pig can't fit into a round <laughs> hole. Where are you getting a square pig from? It's just a phrase. I no, thought it was peg. always just a phrase. It's peg. It's peg? It's yeah, peg, you're like, yeah. Okay, so when you're when you're a kid and they have the games where it's like, here's a square block. Here's, here's a, a star. Triangle. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you... They had you had like the the it wasn't like a dodecahedron but it was a similar thing and it was yeah. like this the ball and it had like a triangle out of square yeah, and a circle and yeah. a star there was always a star yeah. you didn't have the star yeah I had the star okay <laughs> I didn't know that it's like the game it's like the game twist not twister what is perfection 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 yeah that's what it you is. had to like get them all in there before the timer jim jammed and, and it's it was impossible. like oh pieces are everywhere I like saying square pig oh, that it's makes not sense. impossible. I got good at that game. I thought you just had an accent. <laughs> no. Square pig. Yeah. Square pig. Square pig into a round hole. Well, it's like you ever no. hear someone say hey. um, intensive purposes instead of intense and purposes? They hear that a lot. Oh. Intensive purposes. What is it? Intense. And. For all intensive purposes. Intensive purposes. But it's supposed yeah. to be intense and purposes. The more you know. So, like, somewhere down the line, mm-hmm. the the meaning got lost Much another like another phrase that people misuse is in and of itself in and of itself mm-hmm. is like people use that when it really doesn't need to be used ever i don't even know how to use that <laughs> it's supposed to be when you're saying you're only talking about something so it's like star wars in 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 and of itself which if you could say only star wars does this 
why would you say Star Wars in and of itself is the only film to yada 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 yada? <laughs> All right, where are we getting? <laughs> where are we getting? We're putting yeah. we're putting pigs in holes. That's where we are. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Nate. <laughs> You don't uh, have to apologize. This is like a, a, a newly acquired information on my end. I'm actually happy I'm learning this. Well, we participated in an epiphany. <laughs> exactly. I know. I'm glad we were recording I never knew. This. I never cared to know. I I thought I thought square pigs were a thing. I, I mean, no, a... I didn't know that square. I thought that was just a phrase because like you couldn't. Cause, I don't know. Pigs do pigs go in holes? <laughs> there was a, there was a TV does. show called Square Peg. Oh my goodness. Because it was about square peg. Yeah, because it was about like a girl who didn't fit in at school. Oh, that's a cool I didn't title know this. for I'd... a lame show. Is that it was, it like was an eighty sitcom? Oh, okay. What is, is her it, name? Like, Peggy. Like I don't remember what the kid's name is, but it's called Square Peg. It's like, as it's told like by about Ginger. Someone that doesn't fit in. Hmm. Her name should be Peggy. As told by Ginger. As told by Ginger. As told by Ginger. I get that. Which is a great I... show. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's all right. Introduce me to Macy Gray. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, what were we talking about? We were talking about um, we're talking about retrofitting a phantom projector which, into a hyperdrive, which maybe is possible, maybe is impossible. Well, they did it, and well, they, they showed did us it. That they and that's did okay. It. They, were, <laughs> they showed us. They pushed a thing into another thing, and it looked like it worked. And it fits. It just so happens to fit in that hole. I'm gonna take this which fork and you, turn it into a spoon. There you go. I wonder what Jax Ur, who is their scientist on their sort of row. I wonder what his relationship is with General uh, with Jor-El because he's got to be a part of that science guild, you know? Yeah, what, are they, what is the actual name of that? Whatever, keep what talking. This, okay. It's well, not science guild because it's not that well, I'm not, black you and know, white. It's, it makes it simpler if we just say science guild. But yeah, I feel like they're from the same uh, affiliation, but Jax Ur probably knew how to retrofit the Phantom Projector. And I just kind of wonder like, if he was like, Second rate Jorel, you know. Mm. Second rate Jorel. Second yeah. rate Jorel. Second rate Jorel. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, they they figure it out because I would have assumed if they didn't have a scientist, then how would any of them be able to figure it out, right? Well, you just punch things until it goes. That's what he does. Yeah, right? that's <laughs> that's what they do. He's the punching guild. Um, there's the the punching guild. Yeah, the punching, the punching guild. guild. They're the thinker guild. <laughs> So it's almost dumbed down a little bit from Science Guild. They're a Kryptonian Thinker Guild. Thinker Guild. Oh. Thinker, thinker Guild? Guild? Not like the Thinkers Think- Guild? Thinker Guild. Kryptonian Thinker awkward. Guild. Thinker. Is it singular or plural? It's singular. The Thinker. thinker. I mean, thinker they're still Guild. all individuals. I'm, so. I'm Maybe that's a play on the word thinker. tinker. Maybe. Tinker Guild. Oh, no. The Tinker Guild is one floor down. Uh, devotes <laughs> its life to study, design, and application of science, engineering, and technology. Cool. So they're thinking and tinkering. Think. That's their slogan. Thinkering and tinkering. <laughs> <laughs> Print um, Perfect. I would put that on a sign. <laughs> yeah. Retrofitting. Wait, no. Hang oh, on. Wait. Okay, wait. So there's also an artisan guild. Um... Which they don't even give me a, a description of what they do. We can only think that they make fancy breads and cheeses. Um, and then there's Just a, say the rest of them. A, a mediator guild. Well, there's warrior, laborer, thinker, mediator, medi. medi- yeah, that's it. Mediator. mediator. I'm just imagining hyphens that's the real at the religion. Of all these words to make them sound more Kryptonian. Laborer. Yeah. Thinker. <laughs> probably. Mediator. Tinker. Yeah. So like I mean, and the media, yeah, the mediator. That's like religion. 
So like Rao. And then they also have other gods here. Goddesses, I should say. Oh, cool. Which I, maybe we'll save that for a, another time. Another time. Maybe. Um, so retrofitting this phantom projector into a hyperdrive um, gives the sort of Rao basically new hope because General Zai was able to rally these men who were so broken about the destruction of Krypton uh, into, hey, look, we, we as a unit, we're doing great. We're going to get this ball rolling. We're going to go find the other colonial outposts, and we're going to go see what, like, if we can rally more troops to our cause so we can, like, find a new Krypton. Uh, and they're feeling pretty jazzed about it. Like, everyone's kind of on the ship, like, they're feeling pretty, uh, um, how would you say, they're pretty, pretty confident? Yeah. about you know morality's back up yeah they're jazzercising back up <laughs> yeah uh we see uh feora and just her uh normal feora you see like her chest symbol uh you see her being a babe is what you see her man <laughs> it's very beautiful yeah <laughs> like uh, this all like the, all that the skin man they're totally jazzercising oh man she's just got like the coolest hairdo it's a hair like you know what also it is I like the jawline. Uh, yeah, it's like she looks just like a female badass. James Dean. Like I'll buy she's it. just all like she's she's got it all, man. <laughs> yeah. Extremely beautiful in this scene. Um but I do like that you really get to see her uh coat of arms, mm. her symbol of yeah. her house. So, yeah. She has a different like... hairdo, though. That's now I'm thinking about it. She doesn't have the bangs in this yeah. shot right well, now, so. Did. She doesn't have the bangs. Yeah, you're right. But it's all like, it's all like slick Fonzie. Let me comb it's it like back. like LaRue. You, you ever listen to LaRue? LaRue's like, her hair's like that. Well, did, maybe, so. she, uh, maybe she cut off the cut off the hair like a like a dishonored samurai kind of thing. Oh. Like, mm, or out of the morning. Maybe. Like she just cut all her hair because she was really upset. Yeah. Or maybe they were actually still in tune with how fashion was going, and she was like, "No, this hair's thirty-three years old. It's out of style. I need I to get bangs." Like, I think she let it. I think she let it grow out. They did but, some. They did some scouting on Earth, but because of like the difference in how things travel, she saw a bunch of stuff from like the early nineties. She's like, "This is what Earth women look like." I'll cut my hair like. Yeah, this. she was stuck in like the fifties, and now it's like, "Oh my God, I missed so many years of hairstyles." <laughs> and then she shows up, and she's just like, "This is wrong," and that's why she's so upset. Aww. Oh, she's like, how? Oh, how can I be so stupid? There's ba- bangs aren't a thing anymore. What's going on? Definitely I will. Like uh, I will not tell Zod. More. It will only anger him. <laughs> yeah, like he's got bangs too. Maybe, mm, maybe it was like one of those things where, like, you know, you start wearing high top Converse, and then like your dad starts wearing high top Converse. Never like, wore they, Converse. These aren't cool anymore. Never. Wore. Whatever. Like when parents start doing something, you know, from from what you were doing as like a kid and it's like this isn't cool so just, like when Zod like, Zod did, yeah I just like the idea of a side conversation like after this and like Zod just like pulls me over and he's just like why don't they have banks <laughs> yes exactly yeah. exactly I thought you said these were cool <laughs> we were trying to blend in and seem diplomatic like them you were wrong yes did they watch like an episode of Star Trek and they're like oh Spock Spock he's is a level headed and reasonable human being yeah He's a he's a yeah. an individual to emulate. We shall all get banks. Yes. <laughs> Except the bald guy. He's like, oh, I can't. <laughs> or maybe the bald guy is like, maybe I'm gonna I'm just gonna play it safe. What if I have no hair? Ooh, yeah, he's the smart one. <laughs> you guys are nerds. Um, but yeah, no, I I uh, yeah, her hairstyle here is phenomenal. It's 
I like it better than what she's got. I don't know why we're just talking about her hair. I could spend a whole episode talking about Feora, man. Same. <laughs> Welcome back to Feora Minute. Yeah. You'll get you'll get there um, in their drop down drag out fight, so. Yeah. Um yeah, I no, she's awesome. She's cool. I would love to see more of her. You never know what happens in the Phantom Zone, so she could always still be there. Um but yeah, beautiful as ever. So they reached the Colonial Outpost. Mm-hmm. Um, these Kryptonian astronaut suits that we see them in are so cool looking, yeah, it's in my like opinion. A, so I feel like I'm seeing something out of Fallout. Starcraft. Yeah. Yeah, they look. it looks kind of like Space Marine armor to me. I like the four headlights on the front. Mm. Instead of like yeah. holding a flashlight yeah. or having a light source by your head, which has never made sense to me in anything. Right. I like that it's like on I the think chest. I think what's so cool about it is it, it looks a little bit archaic. It looks like uh, like they're using old Kryptonian technology. Yeah. Like they're not using anything new. They're using like old stuff, and like those suits are just so bulky and ginormous, and like the fixed headlights in them, like they just look old, and like they're using them, and it's so cool to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, they they reach these colonial outposts looking for more life, uh, but what do they find instead? Uh, death. Finding oh. only death. Cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can definitely relate. So, yeah, and I feel like they must be only, they must be using old technology because the people that they find, they, they're not wearing that. They're not even wearing any part of that, those suits. They're wearing what everyone else wears with, like, the, uh, what is it called? The breathing apparatus yeah. helmet thing. Like, you can see the collar around their neck and stuff like that. So, like, they are using old technology right now. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really cool to see that. Um, I think it's also really cool, although not surprising, uh, to see the skeletal, like, anatomy of a Kryptonian. I think that was pretty interesting. Because they do show a dead Kryptonian, um, you know, t- to tell the audience that they only found death. So, yeah, yeah I, it's uh, really cool to see that. I have a couple of thoughts about this little scene where they're in the their little astronaut suits walking around too because this plant the skeletons they find don't look like they're wearing the breathing apparatuses it just looks like a piece yeah, they, of it armor looks like it doesn't yeah. look like it has the sort of breathing apparatus on but they're walking around in these outfits and the planet is totally barren so Did the atmosphere go away something just de- yeah. something destroyed this atmosphere destroyed this planet killed all these people is, do you think Maybe that was this them. is a seed for Darkseid further down the line? Or Brainiac. Or Brainiac. Or, like you just said, Nate, maybe it was Tortorau. Maybe we're maybe he's lying to us, and maybe they're the ones who killed off the Kryptonians. Just to harvest I don't, technology. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't think so. Uh, what is, no, um, what is I don't, the skeleton I holding? Is that like a weapon? Yeah, that's uh, what did we Kryptonian rifle? Okay. I think go. that's what it is. It's just called a Kryptonian rifle. <laughs> there you go. Um, it almost looks we like do it's see a little bit of them wood. later on. Yeah, I like the the texture. Yeah, yeah. It, Everything again is supposed to be organic, so oh. like there's that. But the look of it, like the colors, the texture of it, it looks like petrified wood. It looks like a like a nuclear device went off. Something really big. Yeah, because you just don't you don't die like that. Yeah, <laughs> and this guy's just like stuck here in this position. Yeah, screaming so into the wind. Fi- so here's what I think is fishy about this situation, is that 
they didn't just die and stay like you know how like someone would just die in outer space and they would just be them like frozen mm-hmm. they decomposed yeah so, so there had to have been an atmosphere for them to decompose oh, and it wasn't it, it, they didn't just like all suffocate they decomposed like they were over time too there you know there's got to be like space bacteria that's eating them or something like something ate away the flesh off of these people mm-hmm. or something burned away most of it that's yeah yeah mm. or they burned or something um so Man. i mean there's three possibilities there's uh there was an atmosphere here there had to have been yeah yeah they had a world engine there for a reason and it so was already set up and in position so did they die because krypton died did they die because apocalypse did they die because of brainiac or did they die because of general design which i think is a new theory which i'd never thought of maybe there was a but world engine malfunction Hmm. Well, they, well, they had it. what's what's the need for the for the one skeleton clutching the the weapon though? It seems like yeah, it was in your, battle. Your yeah, man. Terraformer. Yeah, he he was fighting some. Uh, what are those called? The demons. The parademons. parademons. He was fighting parademons. 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 Yeah. yeah. It could. Yeah. It very well could be. They could have like glassed the planet somehow, like with apocalyptic technology or something that we have yet to see, other than mother mm-hmm. boxes. But yeah, it very well could be um, a tie-in to apocalypse. It could be. Um, but then again, like, I don't know. I don't, I see Darkseid utilizing Kryptonians. I don't see him wanting to kill them off. Um, but that's all I know from Darkseid and, and Superman in the past. Like he wants to use him, you know, as but maybe a he only wants to use Superman. Yeah. Cause he's super powered because he spent so, so long under a yellow sun. So he's all juiced up. Well, he's different. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I never thought of the whole apocalypse uh, hand in this thing. No, yeah, it, it's you see, there's there was conflict here. The guy has a rifle. He died and decomposed. Um, he wasn't just frozen in space. Mm-hmm. Oh man, something happened here. Thinking about Dark Side and Apocalypse, I just hope that if they do Granny goodness, they do Granny goodness well. <laughs> didn't you say that? Didn't yeah. You? You brought that up, yeah. Because I really like Granny like, and goodness. having like the Furies, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a huge supporter of the New Gods. Orion is one of my favorite. He's amazing. Uh, Mister Miracle is a, a gem. Like he's just great. And the whole conflict in between them, the Furies, they're great. Big Barda, oh. Big Barda, yeah. Big Barda is awesome. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, I I did have one follow up to uh zod's explanation here um he definitely said that he sought out and and it bleeds into tomorrow's minute but he did he said that they sought out the old colonial outposts but we're to believe that he's been holding a grudge for cal for many years so after him being freed wouldn't the first thing that he would want to do was try to find where cal is instead of trying to find other kryptonian life well well, oh. well, 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 <laughs> who's going first? <laughs> Do you want to take this one, Norm? Uh, I was just going to say, if the whole idea of uh, Jor-El's little pod is that it's a prototype that uses a different kind of drive, the Phantom Drive, maybe it can't be tracked by things that could track a hyperdrive. But what, well, what if it could track other Phantom Drive uh, jumps? Hmm. 
Do you want me? S- stumped you. Do you want to go? <laughs> Science. You know, we'll, we'll actually talk about this in the next minute. Okay. So if you want. Yeah, we can save it. Now or no, we, save we'll it. save it. We're, we got pretty good time on yeah, this we'll one. Yeah, we'll leave so. that question and then uh, we'll find out tomorrow when we do minute number 80 of how General Zod found the ship. Um, did you guys have anything else for this minute? I think that's it for me. I think th- I just wanted to mention that I, I wonder if this is a seed for Dark Side or not. That's a good. I mean, I never thought about that. I'll I'll definitely continue to think about it when I. Yeah, you know, no, I think a lot of people do of think movie. something happened here. Um, I never gave it thought until just now, but putting like the evidence of like the the state of that body, that corpse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with the gun and decomposing and whatnot. Yeah, I, I think I think something's amiss here, and, and I think. And who knows? There. Maybe when they designed this scene, it was just like, it would look cool if there was just like a skeleton holding a rifle here. Because, you know, that happens in movies sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, maybe that's like, we only found death. Well, how do you portray death? Skeletons. Skeleton with a gun. With a gun. Yeah. 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 Because if you want to make Kryptonians look strong, Uh, too, you display the body in the way that it's like, it was standing up for itself in the end. mm. So that helps continue to like reinforce that they're strong people. Yeah. I like uh, like Mount Vesuvius type stuff where it's like a woman holding a child and they're like like fossilized. That's cool. I th- yeah, I think that's awesome. Not the whole like yeah, getting that's... burned by <laughs> vol- ash, volcanic rock and everything totally like that. Cool. But like, but yeah, it's it's no, that's, it's sweet, dude. It's pretty metal. Yeah, I'm gonna surf down this lava mountain <laughs> like a bionicle. Yes, remember that? <laughs> like that precisely. The first thing I thought of when precisely it, yeah. like a bionicle. Oh my goodness. Yeah, man. It was my favorite that one. That was a reference. Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> they made like three of those movies. Yeah. Made for TV. Only saw the first one. Only when cared was, about the first when one. When I was younger, they announced a bionicle movie and it took years for that movie to come out. <laughs> and then I remember watching it, but I only I didn't watch the whole thing very disappointing when bionicle first came out they were like oh is a movie gonna be attached to these figures that are coming out and okay i'm not getting into it and then um, it was lame <laughs> moving on see you next time on bionicle minute there you go <laughs> um alrighty, guys we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this minute if you love what you hear don't forget to leave us a great review on itunes uh, we love reading those out um, if you guys are into Lord of the Rings, there is Lord of the Rings Minute hosted by Norman Cass over here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, it's for all the diehard Lord of the Rings fans. And uh, if you're looking for some other podcasts that are not in the nerd realm, here is Honey Hole My Beer, which is just a podcast where two girls talk about odd stories, share craft beers. It's a really good time. And then uh, there's Stellar Dynamics, which is the ultimate encyclopedic compendium of all things Rush. Where they go through one studio album in every episode, go track to track through it, listen to the songs and talk about uh, what was going on during that time, making those songs and whatnot. So it's a good time. Um, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.